I did was very casually say that I figured it was time we did something about enlarging my closet. You know, since I can hardly turn around in it, it's so freaking small. Maternal meltdown, guesses Kristen. Not this time, you know my mom. She prefers to talk you into submission, then yell if she can. It was him. Cicely's eyes, brown today to compliment her outfit, widen dramatically. The orange umbrella sways with emotion. I couldn't believe it. One minute he was all normal and talking about having the tires rotated, and the next he was all puffed up and practically drooling. It was like he was the Incredible Hulk or something. I felt like saying, hey, who changed the script? You should have heard him, Chris. He was yelling and screaming about how much everything costs and how spoiled I am and how when he was my age, he worked 38 hours a day so he'd have some lunch money and kept his one shirt and pair of jeans and a paper bag under his bed. Cicely is smiling as she tells her tale, but not because her father's tantrum was amusing. Like the picture on the label stuck on a package of cheap meat, Cicely's smiles bear little relationship to what's going on inside. She is smiling because she is out in public, a place where she smiles all the time. And then he said that if I want to be able to throw a party in my closet, I should stop buying so many clothes. How draconian, sympathizes Kristen. I told him, I said, look, I'm sorry, but I can't cut back on something as important as my wardrobe. I do have a reputation to uphold, you know. Well, duh, of course you do. Kristen shakes her head sadly. They don't get it, do they? They think you get to be really popular just by luck. There was no explaining that to him last night, that's for sure, says Cicely. I swear, he was so overwrought, I thought he was going to have a stroke. My dad gets like that. I figure it's stress. You're probably right, Cicely sighs. They said on TV that stress is the disease of the 21st century. Too true, agrees Kristen. Plus, it was Christmas. That's extra stressful. And you didn't get to go skiing this year. That probably tightened the screws even more. The Q family's annual ski trip had been canceled this Christmas due to an unexpected lack of snow. Clifton Springs, apparently, is not the only place experiencing unseasonable weather. Well, it's not like he was the only one to know crushing disappointment, Kristen. Cicely suddenly veers to the right, leaving Kristen on her own with the unfriendly elements. I was looking forward to the ski trip too, you know. I mean, I haven't been anywhere since we went to Cabo in the summer. Yeah, but you know what parents are like. It's all them, them, them. Kristen jogs a few steps to get back under the umbrella. So what are you going to do about your closet? Oh, you know. Cicely's smile takes on a philosophical tinge. I'll wait for him to calm down and everything, and then I'll hit him with it again. Having safely reached the portico of the main building, Cicely makes a sudden, unscheduled stop to check out her reflection in the glass doors. Sweet Mary! She tilts her head first to the left and then to the right, her scrutiny both professional and thorough despite the makeshift nature of her mirror. Although Cicely has, in fact, been exposed to the storm for only a few minutes, she is far from happy with what she sees. Look at me, she wails. I look like I went down with the Titanic. The boy who was forced to stop short behind her gives her a nudge. Will you just go in? He grumbles. 
Cicely lifts her umbrella so she can see him glowering over her shoulder. It's Clemens Reese, one of the greatest geeks who has ever lived, and the fact that he touched her does nothing to improve Cicely's mood. She gives her umbrella a shake before shutting it, causing more grizzling at her back, and pushes open the doors. The lobby is packed with students noisily reuniting after the holidays. All is not lost. Cicely doesn't see anyone whose opinion she cares about among them. I'm going to the girls' room right now. I have to repair the damage before anyone sees me. She shouts above the din to Kristen. You go and find Ash and Loretta. I'll meet you by the lockers. Okay, Kristen nods. See you in a few minutes. Never handicapped by the sense that she needs to be either patient or polite, Cicely marches through the crowd, which magically parts for her as the sea did for the children of Israel. But when she reaches the nearest bathroom,